Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of sh- mother... Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. 
I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Weekly Planet. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. 
expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Now, if people recall, uh, and we talked about this when we covered the Matrix trilogy. That's right. That 2003 was very much the year of the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers deemed it so they blessed it. Is that <laughs> the, what happened? That's what they did. Uh-huh. They got the Holy Pope himself to... The Holy Pope? Yes. <laughs> to step down from the tower that he lives in or whatever, mm-hmm. and he blessed it the year of the Matrix. That's incredible. I know. Unbelievable too. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> that sort of stuff happened in the early 2000s, you know? It certainly Simpler did. Simpler times. Yeah. Uh, and if you could leave a like on this video, uh, because we are looking at a very particular... Stu- sh- v- piece of intellectual property. Thank you. <laughs> oh, piece of content. Piece of content. Uh, covering the Matrix, specifically the Animatrix. Now, this was released in June of 2003. Or as I like to call it, the Matrix Weebolutions. <laughs> oh, that's very good. We did was, it, folks. Was that the joke you told me that you were going to... Yes. <laughs> I've, I've had it in a the week, chamber. A week ago, you, you said, I've got a great joke. And that was it. <laughs> that was if, it. in fact, you think that is a great joke, <laughs> if it's not, I have to think of something else by the end of the video and say it was. Leave a comment. We'll mm. see if it's a great joke. Okay. So this was... Because re- of the weebs, James. Because of the weebs, the weebs yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. This is weeb city, mate. This whole thing. The Pope came down from up high and he went, this is disgusting. This is weeb city. <laughs> <laughs> the diametric opposite of Vatican City, <laughs> Weeb City. <laughs> Although, is this, all of this technically anime? Well, we'll talk about no, that because okay, uh, right. I just want to uh, mention the release and how this got started. So, basically, well, speaking in, about weebs, man, having a release. I'm bloody wrong, mate. So, basically, in June of 2003, and this was just after The Matrix Reloaded, they released this anthology uh, of nine short stories with different animation styles. They got mostly Japanese creators for this. Mm -hmm. Uh, They got the guy from Cowboy Bebop, the dude behind Eon Flux, the creator of Final Fantasy, Spirits Within. Which one do you think uh, that might be, do you think, if you had to guess? Probably the... Which one looks exactly like Final Fantasy, Spirits Within, Mason? Ah. The 3D one, it's the first one. Yeah, yeah, it's the first one, the first (laughs) part, yeah. So the development of this began uh, roughly in 1999 when the Wachowskis were doing like a world tour for The Matrix and they visited Japan and they wanted to visit a lot of animation houses because obviously, and we talked about this, so much of The Matrix is informed by anime. Well, a lot of things, Mm. but a lot of it is anime and a lot of people who worked in anime were very impressed that they were able to translate so much of that to live action. right. You know? So, um... You know what I mean? And the Wachowskis wrote some of these. Yes. Because some of these tie directly into yeah. the, the previous movie and then the subsequent sequels. Correct. The first one, Final Flight of the Osiris, yes. that is that essentially is the story of how the, the human rebels discover that the machines are... They know the big desire. drill is coming. They know the big drill is coming. They saw the big drill and they told them that they made a phone call and said, big drill coming your way. Four kilometres down, they said. Mm. These kilometres in the world of the Matrix. And I respect... Well, they were filmed in Sydney, so that makes sense, doesn't That's it? That's right, yeah. And schooners. <laughs> These kilometres and schooners. as units of measurement. So they were initially thinking... Uh, Joel Silver, who produced this, are like, do, do we do this as a TV show? Do we do this as like an animated movie? Mm. What, what are we do going to do? Do we put it do? on streaming? We... And they're like, that doesn't exist yet. Joel Silver, you're well ahead of your time. We mm. appreciate that, but you are lost in the weeds of this. Can you... Can, you, can we make it webisodes? <laughs> can we put it on a CD-ROM that we put in a cereal packet? <laughs> and you open it up and maybe you get one you liked 
and maybe you get the Eon Flux one, which I didn't really <laughs> like that much. Yeah, not not a not a great ending, I would say. Kind of a doubter, but to be fair, I think most of these. Oh man, I got the one where the guy's a runner or something, and he wants to be a runner. <laughs> I've got four of these now. I liked the guy that was. That's all right. To be fair, like, I didn't dislike any of these, really, Mm. and I think it was a very good idea to put basically money and effort into this because there is a shocking amount of effort that went into this. Like, you'd think, you know, for a lot of stuff that, that, you know, something's coming out. Remember when we talked about Mortal Kombat and they went, Mm. yeah, we did, like, an animated prequel series. Who gives a shit? This is nearly 20 years old. Yeah. But it still looks incredible. The first one especially. Yeah. Like, that stands up today. Final Fantasy Spirits Within. Look, I wouldn't say the first one in terms of, like, its storytelling. I don't think it's the best. And, look, Mm. I think, you know, there are dated, like, character models in Mm. that. Mm. But you look at, like, the world that they created and you look at, like, the Sentinels and the flying ships and the the electricity. It it just looks like a movie quality thing. That's true. That one, actually, you might, you might, you might, you might, you might know this, Mason. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Uh, So... The, f- the final flight of the Osiris was originally shown as a standalone piece in the theatrical release for The Matrix Reloaded preceding the main film. So this helped provide background information on how the humans first found out about the machine threat to Zion, as you mentioned. And here's something I want to ask you. You, you were a massive Matrix fan, not just in the year of The Matrix, but just all years around year of The Matrix, correct? Yeah, and I was, I was absolutely a, a fan of, of The Matrix. And prior to that, I was a fan of all the stuff uh, <laughs> that the Wachowskis ripped off to make The Matrix. Absolutely. So, yeah. So were you such a big fan that you went and saw uh, the Stephen King adaptation of Dreamcatcher, which played this beforehand? Let me tell you this. No. Wow. Well, then you're not really a big fan, are you? No. Of the works of Stephen King, specifically Dreamcatcher. It's about an alien and... I still haven't seen it, to Still be haven't seen it? And there's a TV show now, I think, as well. Probably. Is it related yeah. or is it just called the same thing? Oh, no, I was thinking of a different TV show. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. I love TV. I was thinking of The Good Place. Oh, yeah. No, just that's... A, that's just... I mean, they're not... Completely dissimilar. That's you could true. find some similarities, I, I reckon. Down. Yeah. On the topic of that Final Fantasy uh, one, they actually did an animation test where they took the main character from the Final Fantasy movie, whoever that was, mm-hmm. and uh, had them like do a somersault over a sentinel. Like that was kind of like the yeah, we could we could probably do this. We could probably give this a go. Can we make them cut each other's clothes off in a very erotic way? It's weird. Why'd they do that bit? <laughs> the weirdest thing in this area. We reckon. don't know what the future society is like. Maybe that, that's... Look, ultimately, that's all they got left, right? Yeah. Erotic cutting. <laughs> Erotic cutting. Uh, look, if I had to name some favourites... Uh-huh, go ahead. Uh, I really enjoyed the episodes, uh, the second Resistance Part 1 and then Part 2. Do you mean the second Renaissance Part 1 or 2? Nah, I reckon I the thing I said. I reckon mm. the thing I said. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. What, would, what would that be about if you had to have a guess? Oh, that's about the... the um the creation of the machines and their yep. rebellion against humanity, and then the creation of their own city, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then hu- the humanity can't—they can't leave it alone, can they? So they got to attack the city, but then the machines attack back, and then it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing, yeah. It's interesting because it gives so much context to little throwaway lines that are mentioned in the Matrix, which mm-hmm. I really appreciate because it's not necessarily things that you need to know within the movie, but it's mm-hmm. a nice fleshing out of it. Like there was a murder by a particular robot, and then that robot went on trial. Feels a bit Isaac Asimov. That's that's right, yeah. Uh, it was called B166ER, like bigger. That's fun, isn't it? I oh. think. And they've all got little bowler hats and then serving trays and all that, sure, that yeah. kind of thing. But it also seems as if it's framed in a way where the machines did not start this. Yeah. Like they were pushed to the point where they went, we've actually had enough of this. Like you see them kind of crying for help 
and being like, I, I don't want to be involved in any of this. And they go and live in their own city, hoping to be, you know, independent of humans. And they come to the UN Council for the first time and they, and they get attacked and all of that. And then it eventually gets to the point where, you know, they're fighting each other on the battlefield and the machines are just like, we're just going to do biological warfare, I reckon. Yeah. We can absolutely do that. But here's thought, a question mm, for you, James. Yeah. Is it true, though? Because That's in, the a great mo- question. in the first yeah. movie, I believe uh, Morpheus says, we don't know who struck first, but there appears to be this completely sort of transparent historical record of yeah. this happening. So is it true or is it... Uh, great question. Have, has somebody invented this for their own uh, for their own purposes? Well, I mean, the narrator is, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's told as if it is like a historical artifact. Yeah. And we don't know whether it is a human or machine historical artifact. I'd imagine it's a machine because... The humans don't really know. They know, as they mention, I think Morpheus mentions, that they they blacked out the sky. But then it gets to the point where the robots are just pulling them off battlefields and just plugging them straight into yeah. batteries. So like is it's it a, maybe, it's, maybe it's a, 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 maybe it's a machine, machine propaganda. It could be, yeah. Learn in one of the later stories, the machines can be turned around. Like yes. they can, they can, uh, they can have their, you can mo- put one in the matrix. You can, you don't have to, you, you don't reprogram them, but potentially you can get them to change their minds about the whole situation. So maybe this is a layer of propaganda where they, they tell their machine kids. You could absolutely be right. Uh, speaking of kids, Go on. Uh, there's one uh, kid story, um, with, which you might remember the character of The Kid. I love from, The Kid, the character The Kid. The Matrix Reloaded and subsequent sequel. It's like, hey, Neo! Hey, I'm your best Neo. mate! I'm your best mate, I think. Hey, Neo! I'm your best mate! Neo! I don't, I don't know you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I re- I'll rescue a lot of people. I don't care at this point. I don't care. <laughs> so real name, uh, Michael Carl Popper. Mm. And look, again, and we mentioned this, not a character that I'm a massive fan of, but this is a terrific, well, first of all, animated, I guess, as they all are, but a terrific insight into this character where he's one of the few people who managed to break the confines of the Matrix yeah. without being like someone going in and grabbing him specifically and, and showing him the way out. Shaking him. Shaking him and being like... Ugh! Stick your hand in the mirror, idiot. Get out of it. Bloody get out of it. There's also one called Program where it's, it's like an ancient Japanese simulation. Oh, yes. Where there's a, there's a fight. There's a big samurai fight. Mm, and it turns out fight, to sure. be a test and whatever. Uh, where, you know, to say like, why don't you bloody come out, go back into the Matrix? It's going to be cool. We're going to hang out together in the Matrix. Do you think that one implies that you can die within a program? Because I've always wondered. Like, I know you can die in the Matrix. But if you're just in a program and it doesn't have, say like a big asphalt floor that can like catch you. You know what mm. I mean? Like when we saw in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D- will it kill you? Probably a setting for it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a switch? It's just a switch. Yeah, you wouldn't want to like lean on it. Like, or, or like it's a microtransaction. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to die. You have to pay 99 cents every time you fall off a building. Uh, one of my highlights uh, yeah. was a detective story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I liked because it was a, it was a, 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 a real man in the... In, in the world of the Matrix, mm. who is who has been tasked to track down world class hacker Trinity? Yeah, you know, as a detective story, I felt it was kind of you know fairly boilerplate standard. But I love that we see him using the technology of the Matrix, that weird kind of steampunk. Yeah, like apparently that technology has spread to the rest of the world. Like it's kind of yeah, this, right. This this very odd kind of. Brass and metal, everything's operated with a typewriter. <laughs> I thought it was a real cool aesthetic. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think uh, that one speaks to kind of a lot of the back end of this. Not all of the back end, but a lot of these people are living within the matrix 
and odd things are happening to them. There's the one where they think it's a haunted house, but it's clearly just, you know, a, a glitch in the matrix. And also the one about the man who breaks the, the world record for running. Like, as his body's breaking down, he's just using mental capacity to just go beyond the limits of the matrix. And, you know, he very briefly, like, snaps out of it into the mm-hmm. real world, which I thought was great. But all these people are seeing these things and they know something is wrong and nobody's telling them. And so they're trying to make sense yeah. of the information that they are, you know, being subjected to. Mm. I thought that was a really interesting perspective and not just like... Because, look, you could have gone into this and go, here's another guy, he was, he's a guy like Neo and he's just got a coat and he's got to go in and <laughs> he's got to break into a whatever and he's, he's got an agent, it's not Smith, but he looks like Smith and whatever. You could have easily done that yeah. with this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I think... I don't know whether that would be... Whether that is like an off-putting thing for, for this, but I think as a result of that, it does stand more of the test of time. Because it's not just a knockoff where it's just like, this is, you know, like the straight to DVD animated, you know, adaptation of The Matrix. You mm. know what I mean? Just like a side story and, and whatever. Yeah. This is kind of like a... It's not the Asylum knockoff, Dot Matrix. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a man with his hand jammed in a printer. That's what it is, yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, one thing that I did find was weird. It, not in itself that it was weird. It sort of shocked me that it's never had any ramifications in the real world. Is okay. in the kid's story... Uh, he escapes the Matrix by leaping off a building to his death. Yeah. And I'm sort of amazed that no one tried that in the real world. <laughs> it seems like a very... This sus- is an intervention, James. Don't <laughs> leap off a building. I know you're currently on a building and you're still recording this video, <laughs> which I respect but uh, for content, but don't do it. Fine, I won't do it. <laughs> it's a fictional story. It's not going to happen. Uh, here's a question for you, though. Go on. What order do you think people should watch all of the Matrix materials. Because you could very well go like, you know, you start with the origin of the man and machine war Uh and go up from there. But then I think that spoils the reveal of the first Matrix Mm. movie. So how, how, so how would you say you, could, James, you should watch this? James, people have debated this endlessly, not only with The Matrix, but with Star Wars, with yep. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. With the Mummy movies. With the Mummy movies. Do you with, start with the Tom with Cruise et cetera. one? Yes. Uh, but I would say, watch them the order they got released in. See, I, don't I would know. say that with all of them. I would say, I would change that slightly. I would say that, watch the first Matrix, watch these, mm-hmm. and then go into Reloaded because there oh, is a lot d- of... Isn't that the order they came out no, of? No, no, Reloaded, Reloaded came first. Oh, did it? Oh, yeah. Okay, in that, in that case, that order. Do that thing. Yeah, do that do thing. Do that thing that yeah, I yeah, said? Yeah, yeah, yeah terrific. So it goes the Matrix Animatrix, Matrix Reloaded, Matrix Revolutions, Matrix New Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Matrix John Wick Hair Matrix. Where do we put the video games? In the bin. Got him. Well, that's a, that's a great question because do people want us to come back and talk about Enter the Matrix? We said that we might, but of course, yeah. the time is running out towards the end of that's the year. True. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so let us know if you do want to look at that. That is a real oddity in itself because it actually uses like it made use of Warner Brothers filming two movies back to back and just went, let's also do a video game while we're here. Mm-hmm. Why not? But uh, funnily enough, this sold 2.7 million copies, grossing $68 million in sales revenue the year it came out, which is pretty phenomenal. Agreed. And if you were to get a box set, Mason, of The Matrix, yeah. would, you bloody, would you bloody expect this to be in there? In the shape of Morpheus's head? Yes. Crack it open. Crack it open. Love yep. those DVDs. I would... I'd like to see it in there. Yeah. And, and are you going to present me with it now? Or? No, no. We're waiting. The Pope needs to... Oh, I see, right. Decree whether that, that is... Bit back. We're bringing that bit back. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, then you bought a joke and I bought a joke. Okay, great. You brought the poke. Tell us below which is the better joke. Mm. <laughs> Look, I know it's not mine. You don't have to say it, all right? <laughs> Anyways, this has been Caravan of Garbage. We do this every week. Uh, a little bit shorter this one, but what do you do? You know what I mean? 
That's what right. absolutely do you do? Well, you know what you can do? Mm-hmm. You can actually have a hint towards next week. Here we bloody go. Wow. Wow. Incredible. It's a Boba Fett video game, I think. Oh. I'm going to bloody record that, mate. I'll tell you that much. I'll bloody give you the hot tip. I'll give you the bloody word. The bloody, I'll let you know, Mason. I'll okay. let you know. Go on. <laughs> It's not a video game, it's Battlefront. There's a battle with a Boba Fett. Oh, level. and we can briefly turn into Boba Fett or exactly. something. Exactly. Oh, that's going to be a lot of pre playing to play as Boba Fett. For I've two done months. it already. Don't even worry about okay, it, Mason. Right. You don't need to worry about a goddamn thing. You can just swan in and make fun of my game plan. Great. That's what I was going to do anyway, I think. Now, if you do want to see that early, which mm-hmm. you absolutely can, I can and do. You can head over to bigsandwich.co where there's early videos, where there is movie commentaries, mm. where there is bonus podcasts, all of that exclusive to that. It's like our own private Patreon over there, isn't it, Mason? Yes. Including our podcast, The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. That comes out every Monday on major platforms, but a day early at Big Sandwich. On Sunday. Anyway, let's get okay. out of here, Mason. I'm, right. a, I'm a Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. Goodbye, everybody. Grab that, Jamie, you guys. We'll see you next week. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 